Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Herbo said, I'm getting on everybody's album. There ain't gonna be a release without G Herbo. Right, G Herbo is definitely in his feature bag. What's up? What's good with you? It's another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast. A podcast that's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, you know, the place where we keep you up to date on everything that happens in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A Dub. It's Friday. The weekend is finally here. It's finally upon us. And some big things are happening. So Kanye West dropped off a major bomb. He announced that Down to Two is coming, which we already knew, but he gave us the release date this time. So we got a real date on it. This is crazy. For Kanye, this fast? Mm-hmm. Wild. Also, Travis Scott fans are petitioning for Travis to get his Coachella spot back because, you know, they took him off the festival due to the World tragedy. Chris Brown is being hit with some wild, wild, wild allegations after a woman said that he drugged and raped her at Diddy's estate back in 2020. Also, of course, it's Friday, so you know that means New Music Friday, big new releases from NLE Choppa, Doughboy, Babyface Ray, Rick Ross, and more. But before we get into all of that, please make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to us. It helps us out, and more importantly, it helps you stay up to date with everything we got going on. Thank you. Now let's jump into it. Okay, so let's start off with Kanye West and Donda 2 because, again, I'm being consistently surprised by Kanye. He seems very dedicated to getting this album out in a timely manner, which has not been the case with previous albums. So I'm just very, very happy that we finally got a date on this. Yeah, finally. He took to his Instagram and posted, it's like a pictures of Billboard style, it's on fire, and it has the date of 22222, so February 22nd, 2022. Cool date for an album release, Kanye. Very cool date to pick. So in his Instagram post announcing the album, he said, down to two, coming 22222. That's hard to say. It is. 22222, executive produced by Future. Round of the applause for the toxicity levels that we know are going to be taking place on this album. Of course. Especially if Kanye's previous snippets are any indication, because the whole song he had about, oh, I, got, I survived the crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. We know there's going to be some toxicity on this album with what Kanye's shown us so far. And of course, with Future's track record. I think we're in for a ride. I, I really do think we are. I think so, too. Like, that surprised me the most that it is executive produced by Future, like, out of all people. And, you know, Future's not really, like, um, a producer like we hear of, like, Take Keith or Hit Boy and stuff like that. So having Future just doing your whole album, like, can you imagine what it's going to be like? Yeah, I feel like Future was probably less of an executive producer in this case and more of like a spiritual advisor for Kanye. That's mm. what I imagine in my mind. Like Kanye's in the studio, Future is there strictly to provide the toxic vibes. He's there to provide the alcohol, the drugs. 
the women. I just, that's what I imagine. I don't know. This future could be the most straight-laced, straightforward person in the studio. But just in the image in my head, future is there, like, just encouraging Kanye to do all types of debaucherous activities. I don't even know if debaucherous a word, but I feel like he encourages Kanye to engage in debauchery. Yeah, that makes sense. I can see that for sure. So, yeah, but I am excited to hear what the music sounds like. Hopefully Future is heavily featured on the album and Mm -hmm. he's not just there for the production side. Like, I want to hear some Kanye and Future records. Like, that'll be dope. Because Future's done collabs since Drake's uh, Drake and Future, What a Time to Be Alive. But that was the last Future collab where I was just like, wow, like Future is great on collab albums. I know mm-hmm. he, oh, he did the one with Young Thug after that too. So yeah, no, Future is great in a collaborative album space. So hopefully he's got at least five records on here on Donda. I'm hoping for. Yeah, that'd be a good little, uh, a good amount of Future and Kanye collabs but i'm excited and like i love the date 222 is my angel number so Uh i'm ready for this one getting spiritual on this dx daily (laughs) but yeah no next month down to two is coming soon very very soon i'm very pleasantly surprised at kanye for this turnover time for the album so Mm -hmm. kudos for that now let's talk about travis scott speaking of kanye because it was rumored that kanye was going to be the one replacing travis scott after he was removed from coachella festival but now it looks like harry styles is the one replacing travis scott so either way the fans don't want either one of those they want travis scott so now there's a petition going around on change.org to put travis scott back on this festival yeah the petition on change.org says after coachella unfairly removed travis scott for harry styles they need to do the right thing and rebook him immediately we all know World tragedy wasn't travis's fault let him get back to performing on the biggest stages hmm and the hmm. petition has over 75,000 signatures as of this past Wednesday. And strangely, now that number has dropped below 5,000. So hmm. I'm confused. Like, did they take some of the signatures away, trying to say that they're not legitimate? I don't know. Like, I feel like 75,000 is a number of people that would come to bat for Travis Scott. Like, probably even more than that. So I'm a little confused on how some of these signatures disappeared. Yeah, like what kind of robot or hacking method is there where to like fake that many signatures on on a petition site? Like what? Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Very weird activity going on. Wonder if like they do get enough signatures though, will they change it? Will Coachella change it? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I hope they would, but I I don't see them really doing that. I think Harry Styles is on there now and that's who it's going to be. Yeah, I think so too. I think people wanted him to either maybe come back for Coachella in 2023 as an option if the petition like went viral or, or something like that. But I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of like sideways because I thought people were done with Travis Scott, but this goes to show that there's people who actually do believe and understand that Travis World was not all his fault. But for the fake signatures, it just make it look messy. I don't know. <laughs> Those bots ain't gonna, ain't gonna cut it, apparently, with this signature situation. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see if the festivals start welcoming Travis back. Give it a year, let it cool down, and then see what happens from there. Now, let's talk about Chris Brown because some crazy, crazy allegations came out about him this week. A woman accused him of drugging and raping her at Diddy's house back in 2020. Yeah, the woman is, she's going by uh, a Jane Doe, so anonymous situation, but it says that she's a professional choreographer, dancer, model, and musical artist. And she is the one claiming that Chris Brown was went from being friendly to her 
to actually raping her in a matter of minutes. So very wild accusation and allegations. And in the article in the documents, it's really graphic. Like it mentions how like um, Chris did his thing up in her. And then once it was done, he dropped her and like, I guess, you know, drugged her and had her disoriented, partially unstable. Like it goes, it's a long document about it. But um, so she is suing him for $20 million for drugging and raping her after he told her to come to Diddy's estate for like a party that was going on last December, 2020. Yeah, it was the New Year's party. Diddy has a New Year's Eve party every year. Chris Brown was allegedly at this party. Chris Brown allegedly asked this girl to come over to the party. She says he offered her a drink. And then after she had the drink, that's when she claims that she got disoriented, like you were just saying. Mm -hmm. So then um, that's when she says Chris took her in the room. That's when she says he removed her bikini bottoms and started kissing her. She says that she mumbled for him to stop. That's an important point here. But then she says that he persisted and he raped her. And then she also went on to say that Chris forced her to take a plan B pill the day after all of this happened which is really crazy. And she said that this happened um, via text where he asked her about taking or where he forced her, her words, to take the plan B pill. And just considering this entire situation, like it shouldn't be hard to produce text messages that show this. Shouldn't be hard Mm -hmm. to show the text where he says, come to the party to, to establish that they were both at the party. It shouldn't be hard to see the text where she said where he uh, allegedly made her take the plan B pill. Now, the thing about it is, it's going to be how do you prove that the situation wasn't consensual as she says it wasn't like that's going to be her biggest obstacle in this situation. If it really did happen the way that she said it happens, like how do you prove I told him to stop or we didn't I didn't want to do this like that's the the hardest part in this situation. And I really do hope that it's not true, but you really can't put anything past people. You can't even be like, oh, he doesn't seem like the type of person to do that because you don't know what people do behind closed doors. You don't know how they are in environments where alcohol and possibly drugs are involved. Like, you just don't know. So if this really did happen, I'm hoping she has some receipts to where she can show that this actually did happen. And if it did, it's really, really sick on Chris Brown's behalf. No, yeah, of course. I agree. It's it's going to be tough to prove it because, I mean, how do you do that? Like, I know, like, the test of if you go to the hospital and they do that kid on you to see, like, if anything happened. But is that too late now? Does she even do that? I don't know. But right. Because it was in 2020. And um, she said she didn't report it because she was a medical student at the time. Mm So it's a very, very tumultuous situation. Uh, Chris Brown has come out and he's made an indirect, direct statement towards it. He said, I hope y'all see this pattern of cap. Whenever I'm releasing music or projects, they, in quotation marks, try to pull some real BS. So that was his response to the situation. I'm taking that as him saying this is made up. This is not really what happened. Like, that's what I'm taking from this post that went up on Chris Brown's Instagram stories. And he also has this new song out called Iffy. He's been doing like the Iffy Challenge and everything. We spoke on that a few episodes ago. Well, just two hours ago, he posted a video of him dancing to Iffy. And the caption was, can't trust these hoes because they Iffy. So in my mind, another response to the situation. Now, you can say, all right, yeah, he's just posting and promoting the song. But I feel like that line was selected for a reason. So you have Chris vaguely denying what happened. 
And then you have this woman saying that this happened back in 2020. So now it's like, all right, where do we go from here? Are we criminally prosecuting him too? She's taking him to civil court. She wants her 20 million. Does she want him criminally prosecuted as well? Like what's, what's, where, where are we going from here? And if Chris Brown really is innocent, as he says, he better be pulling out all the receipts. He better be saying, oh, this is the text she sent after the encounter. This is what we talked about weeks and days after that. Like, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of a falsely accused individual. I'm saying that with air quotes. If I was falsely accused of anything, like I'm coming out ASAP, like, nope, this what happened. I'm going to tell you right off rip exactly what went down and what happened before, during and after. And, oh, this person was there. This person was there. They seen what was going on. Like, I don't know, man, for people to be saying like they didn't do certain things when when stories like this comes out. They don't be trying to clear their name up enough for me. Like, it's not enough to just to say, oh, that's Cap. Like, nah, provide some details. Provide some context. Because these stories that are coming out, like, they are making me look at a lot of people crazy. A lot of people whose music I love, a lot of people whose music I grew up on. Like, I'm looking at them real crazy. Because why do these allegations keep coming out about y'all? That is a good point. Like you would think like if something, if someone was saying this on me, like you said, I would pull out receipts, be like, boom, here's a screenshot. This ain't happened. Let's go on about our day. But these artists post a little, little sub caption or something and promote their song. Like, nah, address what was said. (laughs) Right. Crazy, crazy. Like I said, hope it's not true, but gonna reserve until we see further information until we see some receipts either on her end or his end. And hopefully the truth does come out. Hopefully it doesn't just get settled with a bag and then we never know what happened. Hopefully the truth really does come out. Right. All right, now let's get on to a brighter note. New music. We got some new releases today. NLE Chopper dropped Me Versus Me. He's got some big features up there. Young Thug is on the album. Moneybag Yo is up there. G Herbo and Polo G. Now, NLE Chopper has been in the news and in the headlines a lot recently. That little fight he got into at the airport. His back and forth with NBA Youngboy. So he's had quite a lot going on. Hopefully that translates into some um, album streams and album sales for him. I am going to be checking out this album. I just learned that NLE Chopper is only 19. I did not know that. I thought he was like early 20s. He's young. That is young. I would have thought early 20s too. 19? That is young. And he's been around for like a couple, uh, like maybe like two years or so, something like that. So he was in this game very, very young. I, I didn't realize that. But yeah, so I'll definitely be checking out NLE Chopper's album. And then you also have a new project from Babyface Ray. He dropped Face. Babyface Ray is from Michigan. And it made me realize like how many Michigan rappers are just doing their thing recently. Speaking of Michigan rappers, 42 Doug is on the album. You also got Wiz Khalifa up there. G Herbo's on this one, too. So clearly G Herbo is in his feature bag. But that's Babyface Ray's new project. We also got um, a project from Doughboy called Oh Really. And again, G Herbo is on that one. (laughs) Herbo said, I'm getting on everybody's album. Ain't going to be a release without G Herbo. Right. G Herbo is definitely in his feature bag. And then also on the album, you got Ty Dolla Sign. 4-2 Doug, Babyface Ray again. I told uh, you, Michigan, they ain't playing. Michigan rappers ain't playing right now. <laughs> they coming together. And then you also got Moneybag Yo on there, Roddy Rich, and a bunch of other people on the Doughboy album. Moneybag Yo getting on everybody album too, it looks like. Yeah, and then UK artist Sinead Harnett, she dropped Ready Is Always Too Late, the deluxe edition. 
Now, what's so crazy about this one is I just got put onto her a few days ago when you're on Spotify and they make a radio station for whatever song you're listening to. So I guess I was listening to some sort of R&B song and then it started a radio for that song. And then her song, Unconditional, popped up. And I'm like, ooh, what is this? Who is this? And I look, it's Sinead Harnett. The song, Unconditional, got like five different remix versions, all of them fire. And then so I just went on to listen to her album, Ready Is Always Too Late. Had like Lucky Day up there, Van Jess, a lot of dope R&B acts. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm a fan now. So I downloaded the album, Ready Is Always Too Late. And then literally two to three days later, she dropped the deluxe version. She knew. She knew I just got put onto the project. It was like, all right, Asia's messing with this, so let me go ahead and drop the deluxe. That's what I feel like happened. That's exactly what happened. Like, she knew. She knew what was going <laughs> she, on. She knew. She knew, man. But, yeah, no, definitely a very dope UK R&B artist. Um, and then we also have the deluxe edition of Rick Ross's Richer Than I Ever Been, which came out today as well. Three new tracks up there. He's got one new track called Vacheron featuring AZ. Now, the last time Rick Ross mentioned a Vacheron, it was on Tears of Joy, which is one of the best songs in Rick Ross's catalog. Probably mm. top three. Yeah, Tears of Joy is definitely a top three Rick Ross song. And the last time he mentioned Vacheron was in that. So I'm assuming this new song, Vacheron featuring AZ, is going to be that tier of Rick Ross. Just because, like, come on, you can't mention a Vacheron and the song not be fire. So, yeah, him adding AZ onto that. Legendary as well. AZ is a legend. Um, Then you got a new track with Anderson Pac on it called Not For Nothing. And then the other new track is with Ross by himself, and it's called Revelations. Now, anytime somebody is having revelations, I definitely want to hear what they're talking about. What what did you learn about self or the world? (laughs) What was revealed? So, yeah, I'm definitely interested to check that track out as well. Yeah, got to check out uh, those three new tracks because, you know, year 2022 rick ross gives boss captions and boss songs to put (laughs) over like when you're on a balcony on vacation looking at the world like that's what rick ross songs give me so i gotta check those out and see if i can use them for sure i think that's a good note to end it on today that is going to conclude today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel as well which is hip-hop dx and then be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can also follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. Asia is A S H I A, and Sky is S K Y E. And I'm at A Dub on everything. That's A Y E E E D U B B. All righty, have a good weekend. Get into all of this good music. We will see you on Monday with more daily news. See ya.